Welcome to Life Together. This is part two of my conversation with Warren and Becca Kinzer. And in this part of the discussion, we're going to hear Warren's insights in regards to why we sing the songs we do at Gresham Bible Church. Why and how are those songs selected? I think you'll find that part of the conversation really helpful and insightful from Warren. After this episode is posted, Life Together is going to be taking a break. The next episode won't be posted until the beginning of October, and then going forward from October forward, episodes will be posted each Thursday of every week. Thanks so much for joining us, and hope you enjoy this conversation with Warren and Becca. I appreciate that you're a peacemaker here in the office, Warren. So anything I'm doing to annoy you, thank you for being peaceful with well, me. Well, don't worry. You won't know about it until two months from now. <laughs> okay, excellent. And he's good for me because I'm not necessarily that way. Yeah. So. Yeah, we yeah. both. it's interesting, and you haven't necessarily asked this, but something that's interesting is that we both internalize and we both process. Um, so we won't tend to have a fight. Uh, and I have another married couple. They, they're kind of similar, although it's different. It's just that we internalize it. Mm. So sometimes it can be difficult because we both kind of, there's mm-hmm. just this undercurrent of like something's off and mm-hmm. it's going to take seven. I mean, it just kind of depends on the gravity of it, but it could take like last week, for example, was just stressful until Thursday when one of us stepped up or, or identified it was usually the case. Mm-hmm. something's off something's off i don't know you know we both have to figure out what is it yeah. finally we're like okay i know what it is then we say it um mm-hmm. so it's just kind of an interesting dynamic um and forgive me i don't know if i even said how i know that i'm not trusting the gospel now that i'm realizing it um for me it's when um it's it's i lose either it's a self-inflicted thing um or i just feel the weight of the division but knowing mm-hmm. that at the end of the day like again God's got it. Like he's better at his job and figuring all this mess out than I am. Praise God. Or for it that. could ever yes. be. So if I'm taking it on to the extent that I am just exhausted or not there for my family or just I come into work and a little small thing sets me off, you know, mm-hmm. then I, I just know, okay, I need to stop. Um, another, sometimes, unfortunately, it's also like a self you know, I just don't have a very high view of myself. It plays mm-hmm. out that way. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, like, I can be confident because of what God's done, which, again, as we talk through some of our questions, is more of my thought there. But yeah, it's because, you know, we can be confident in him. Yeah, amen. And so at a certain point, it's almost the something that I've always taken is it's prideful, but it's like inner pride, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you you are loved enough. God is good enough. You're in a community of people who. Um, are loving the Lord and care for you enough to where you can put yourself out there. Yep. Or, and it's not going to be as ugly as you think it is. Yeah. Um, anyway. I've heard a distinctive of Gresham Bible Church. I pray there's a distinctive of Big C Church, too. Talk with multiple people that have been at GBC for a long time or those that are newer. They say it feels like people don't want to put on airs or there's a, an aspect of being authentic mm-hmm. and not authentic for the sake of authentic's case, but for the sake of it glorifies God that Jesus is the hero we're not. Mm-hmm. And so I just commend you guys both right now for just being real, even on this podcast. And I hope that helps um, cultivate and instill a culture in our church that we're going to be honest with each other. Um, I think that is better than the alternative, right? So. 
well, yeah. how exhausting to not be that way Amen in my that. opinion anyways totally agree and one yeah. thing we talk i mean we talk about this stuff a lot but one thing i just wanted to add super fast is we've talked a lot about unity and um i think for me and having conversations with people that like genuinely love the lord and are seeking his will and just feel different convictions than mm-hmm. i do um to go like unity does not mean we believe the same about issues that are not gospel issues mm-hmm. um unity is loving each other anyways mm-hmm. And going, I don't understand and I don't agree, but like, I still, you're my yeah. brother, you're my sister, and I love you. And yeah. and I, from what I can tell, I think GBC does a pretty good job at that. Yep. I think people are striving Amen. to still love each other. I don't think it's by accident. Who did Jesus pick as his first disciples? Kind of a group of people that outside of worshiping Jesus probably wouldn't get along or see the world the yeah. same way. And totally. yet, yeah, so we should lean into that. Yeah. And our differences are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about, um, I love hearing you guys talk about too, how you're helping one another as husband and wife and not shifting your hope from the gospel. And even though each marriage is different, your personalities, like um, I would encourage you fighting's okay in a good way, like to work through your stuff, right? But uh, other than we that, discuss. like it's, you discuss <laughs> in a peaceful way. Yeah. There's been uh, a few times I've been like, you know, I'm in a mood. We need to just fight. We need to get this out right now. There have been a few times where I've been actually like real angry at him too. Yeah, it's but okay to it talk things through. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, yeah. He's very easy to live with. So. Uh, th- that's great. W- and wh- I'm assuming I am too, right? right Say Warren? yes, Warren. <laughs> much more, much easier uh-huh. than I am. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, why don't we transition a little bit? This can be an ongoing discussion. It's not going to just be in one podcast. But I thought it'd be really helpful for Gresham Bible Church to hear a little more, Warren, about you know your official part-time job with Gresham Bible Church. So what that means, kind of peel back the layers a little bit about, okay, what is worship? What is it at GBC and why? And again, this could be like, I don't know, hundreds of hours of discussion. So super, you know, quick hit stuff. But why don't you just uh, walk us through briefly, you know, how long have you been in your role in leading worship at GBC? And then what interested you in doing that? Yeah, so I started, um, pretty sure it was November. I feel like it was before that, but it was fall. Mm-hmm. Maybe October. Year. Fall of 2020. Yeah, yeah. maybe October. So. Um, Good timing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man. You know, it was interesting. Um, as this COVID thing was happening, um, at the time, Mark was on sabbatical. And... Um, I was, um, leading just while he was gone for two or three months Mm -hmm. and it was kind of cut short because then we went to video, then we did Kellogg Creek. Then we, I mean, obviously it's been nonstop, um, even in the public scene of what you see, let alone behind the scenes, it's just kind of been nonstop. Yeah. What an interesting time. Um, so start in October in many ways, as stressful as it's been, um, I feel like in some ways I'm, I hate to say uniquely gifted. That's weird. But just as a peacemaker, I think it's a good time for me to be involved. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my ministry experience, honestly, has been um, just providing a, sem- a semblance of order and structure and just, you know, to what's happening. Um, personally, I'm excited to stay here long enough to actually see the fruition of what I'm doing and trying to, to, cause I can't tell how many times it's been come in super chaotic, get it to a good spot, something shifts, change a role, you know? And so 
I'm thankful um, to stay here longer. Why I wanted to, um, I'm trying to think of like a very spiritual, heavy, like significant reason. I mean, could be open-ended. You have background in this space, all of it. Well, he felt the prompting. He awesome. really did. Because he was like, I, for a while we were like, okay, we don't want to do ministry for a little bit. You know, like mm-hmm. within a year we met and were married and pregnant and it was a lot. And so um, we took some time and then about a year ago, it was this like, I think I want to get back into ministry and I think yeah. I'm going to go talk to Josh. And so there was definitely mm-hmm. the Lord was like preparing. Him love for music. This. That's pretty much what I was going to say. Love music, love ministry in a way that I can't explain. It's like mm-hmm. the thing that I can't put down and leave on the table that I love, but I'm also like, this like is mushrooms. difficult and yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Excellent. All right. How, how about ministry and mushrooms, ministry and mushrooms by Warren Kinzer. Uh, how about if you had to like, you know, in a tweetable way to say it, What's the vision or purpose for worship at Gresham Bible Church? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's wonderful? Yeah. This is actually available for you on the website. Perfect. Yeah. So I will quote what our purpose is from greshambible.org. And this is actually not unique to me. This is something that was already um, there. But the purpose of the music ministry at Gresham Bible is to move the hearts of the church body closer to Jesus, to fix our gaze on Jesus, to celebrate Jesus and his work of grace, and to sing the best of the old and new songs that teach and uphold sound doctrine. Love it. There's a lot there, but um, I would say the larger purpose of our church, glorifying God, um, and that's really the view of what the goal would be through music. Mm -hmm. You know, the... Worship is a lifestyle. It happens constantly. Um, and on a Sunday, you know, we get to engage in that process through music yes. and glorify Jesus, make him the star. That's the goal. Yeah. And man, I love that because it's not worship is just when you guys are up front with the instruments and the congregation singing worships, all of it. When we gather, when we hear the word preached, when we partake of the elements together, when we greet one another, all of that is, is worship. And you guys do a great job helping prepare our hearts for that focusing on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we strive for. Yeah. How about, again, a conversation we could have for a long time over multiple LaCroix and mushrooms, (laughs) but what, from, from your experience, perspective, however you want to say it, Warren, what are some misconceptions that you think people could bring in terms of worship? And by worship, I mean the, the musical aspect of that when we gather on a Sunday morning. What are some misconceptions? And then we're going to pivot that into kind of what the focus is for GBC. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, there's a few that kind of jump out. Um, I think the biggest one... Um, that was extremely popular probably in the 90s, but I still think applies is consumerism. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It is just so difficult uh, not to consume, you know, even though you don't want to. Everything else in our life, whether it's just downloading a free game, you know, that you want to play, um, it's advertising, it's signing up for something, it's a membership, it's a. And so it can be difficult. Um, you know, in a, in a world when you can know what the church in Texas or in Australia 
and they're professionally produced and know what they do. And then you come into a gathering yeah. and you have someone of uh, lesser talent, but trying, you know, it's difficult. It can be difficult to put those aside and to just say, Hey, this, the goal here is to connect with Jesus. It's to worship Jesus. And I, and I don't even think it's, it's bad to honor style. Um, I don't think it's bad to honor preference. I just think it's so ingrained in us. Hmm. It's really difficult. Yeah. You know, because we're just programmed. What am I getting out of this? And sometimes it's like, you know, is it enough to rest at the feet of Jesus? Yeah. But do we even really know what that means? You know, yeah. <laughs> it's we don't really even hard. Know, yeah. I don't think we even know yeah. we see the world through that lens or we're bringing that to the table. I know it's true for me. Uh, it's like in, ingrained in us. It's in our DNA and our time and place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, yeah. um, you know, another tech word maybe would be production. Hmm. But it depends. And this is what's tricky is that anything could turn into a production. Mm-hmm. You know, you see examples of um, the obvious ones we go to are joking about smoke and lights and, you know, Corvette on stage, you know. Awesome. Whatever. Uh, but you, you could, you know, as uh, Jordan even just recently preached on the woes that Jesus was sharing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you could make something that's actually... Like it could be bad stripped down or bare mm-hmm. because you're not willing to put in some extra effort and to use your skills and to honor Jesus and the talents he gave you. And so it's almost more distracting. You know, there's you can take anything and make it, I guess, ultimate, ultimate significance. Yep. So it turns into an idol. Yep. And again, that's just our bent. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, fallen. So we're trying to reach. We're trying to put something up there uh, intentionally or not. So I just think yeah. it's. It can be difficult to find a good line. Yeah, um, yeah. That's so helpful to hear you talk about. And Becca serves um, on the worship team too, which is cool you guys do that together. How about if you want to share briefly with the church? I think this would bless people to hear you talk about it. So you're in a worship cohort, I think is what it's called right now. Could you just yes. kind of explain that to us? What is that? That's not a cult, I'm hoping. I'm hoping, <laughs> right? Like what is it? How is it? What are you learning from it? And what do you think, what benefits could GBC uh, see through that? Yeah. Um, so, so far it's been really interesting. Um, so it's by, uh, author Mike Cosper. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also been uh, part of planting a few churches in St. Louis. Um, but specifically it's around his book, rhythms of grace, how the church's worship tells the story of the gospel and, um, man, it's worship leaders, directors, um, musicians, a few pastors, but pretty much from all over in total. I think there's 35, almost 40 of us, but we're in two separate groups of about 10 to 15. Okay. You know, uh, small groups go, sometimes not everyone can make it, but I'll just say right from the get go, it's been so encouraging to see that many people leading their congregations faithfully, you know, Mm -hmm. um, centered around the gospel, having similar discussions. Um, different styles, but anyway, that's been super encouraging. Um, but essentially it's just getting together, walking through sections of his book, walking through sections of other books and materials. It's usually about 50 or so, 60 pages of reading, or maybe a short video, um, and then discussion. Um, one benefit is that now with Slack, I mean, Slack's been around for a while. Let's say now with Slack, uh, With the technologies, everyone can stay in touch, uh, you know, consistently. 
um, which is great. And so you're interacting with people all the time and some people might have basic questions, you know, what gear do you use or whatever to like major questions. Mm. Um, I think that's so helpful that you're doing that um, and all the benefits that brings to you and your ministry and to our church. Mm-hmm. How about, I know it's probably real time and you're learning something new every day with this, but what are some things so far, if you kind of reflect on it, that you feel like you're growing in or learning more about yeah. through this cohort? Well, first I'll say a huge blessing because GBC gave me the op- um, option to do this, mm-hmm. um, which just goes to show the value that they place on um, that balance between education, learning, and growing, mm-hmm. and serving the Lord. Anyway, mm-hmm. so huge, um, just very grateful for that. Um, I would say the main points so far, there's been two or three, but um, the one that stuck out is just making Jesus the primary worship leader. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been thinking a lot about 1 Corinthians 2, and I'll just quickly read it. Um, verse 1. And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom. For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Uh, so this is Paul talking. Mm-hmm. So he luckily has the benefit um, of actually uh, having speech. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> so this is kind of helpful that this, uh, you know, because there's many times when even in this group we've talked about, you know, sometimes you bring, uh, depending on where I'm at, you know, my mediocrity to the stage, even though it's my best gift. Mm. And you're like, man, is this really doing anything? Um, Mm. And we just talk about how, well, it's Jesus's spirit. It's God's work. Mm. Um, The best thing that we can do is just in faith, bring the best that we have and just honor him and worship him. And the goal being, it's his strength, it's his power. Um, So in some ways, it relieves a lot of pressure, Mm -hmm. Um, especially weeks when you're just, you know, it can just be difficult or it can just feel like a miss or, you know, certain weeks where there's something about that song that you shared. And it just with, you know, art and those types of things, you know, you're really putting yourself out there. I mean, preaching is, you know, even more so. Um, however, you're putting your gifts out there and sometimes it can be really hard and scary, honestly. Yeah. Um, so just to go, yeah, but this is all for who? You know, Mm -hmm. it's all for Jesus. So if we can go on that stage and proclaim how good he is Mm -hmm. and do our best to get out of the way and let people connect with him, you know, that's been a huge takeaway. Now there's other things to talk about in consideration of what does that mean? What does that look like? And what's the balance of excellence um, mixed with being humble? And but um, that has been a huge takeaway. Mm. I love Um, hearing you talk about that, though, that you're as the saints are coming to gather, right? A little picture of heaven Mm -hmm. that you're applying the gospel to your heart as you're preparing to lead us in that, that it's not just this disconnect or like a role that you're playing or a hat you put on. You're applying that to yourself. I just, I love that. We, we all need that as brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. Something that just uh, reminded me that we've been talking about is how the, the main 
this is something new, so I don't know, but uh, the congregation is the main act, mm-hmm. you know. So we're yep. singing over and to each other, truth, songs, hymns, spiritual songs, those mm-hmm. types of things. But we were just recently talking about how we're essentially backing uh, the congregation to yep. sing truth over each other. Yep. And I'm like, I that just blows my mind. <laughs> so yep. I'm just saying that to go, man, like what a really cool point and a reminder of our role uh, and the value of, you know, it's not just songs that we're singing, mm-hmm. you know, it's God's truth. I, I love that. We could talk about that for a long time. It's not a karaoke bar to Christian songs yeah. that we like, right? <laughs> it's actually yeah. like it ministers to me every week to be singing songs with brothers and sisters in Christ, knowing some of what's going on in their life or my life, and we're yeah. singing it to each other. Like I'm gospeling one another when I sing. When you lead us in songs that focus on God's character and who he is and who we are in light of that, like it just it energizes me every week in my soul, not just my, hey, I got a quick emotional hit. Now I'm ready for the week. Well, that's going to go away really quick, you know? Yeah. So I just appreciate where you're coming from in this. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. How about... Um, something again we could talk about but i think it's kind of fun because some people just don't know maybe they don't care to know but i think it as helpful for the church to hear warren why do we pick the songs that we sing so why and then what does that actually look like yeah um so simple but something that's easy to remember mm-hmm. um it's two rules is it beautiful and is it truthful hmm. is it true mm-hmm. um Plenty of things that are very truthful, maybe not so beautiful. Um, a vast majority of others that are very beautiful, but maybe not truthful. Yeah. Um, also, in the purpose, there is mention of old and new. Mm-hmm. Um, so the idea being singing songs that are beautiful, that are true, um, that are from all over. Because it could be older, could be new. Um, now, as far as the actual songs that we pick um, on a week to week, the goal being uh, to match the overall message for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is something even with this cohort recently, well, I'll just say in general, I'm so gracious, so excited and thankful for Mountain View because since I've started at least, and I know since before then, this is kind of the first time that we actually even have the option of sitting down and thinking about something beyond how do I survive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how do I feel the tea this week? How do I even make this work? So, uh, and dealing with like major problems and so, um, or situations, yes, opportunities yeah. anyway. Um, so it's cool to even be having these types of discussions. Mm-hmm but trying to find that balance and then trying to identify the theme of the day and then make sure that the songs um, are uh, matching that. Yeah. So there's yeah. more ideas and more to do um, that I know even Josh and I have mentioned wanting to talk through, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully we'll get to soon. Um, yeah, that's really helpful. I hope when people hear this podcast, if that kind of... Um, interest someone that they can ask you questions because it's helpful as a church family to know, hey, why are we singing the songs that we're singing together? Because that's a teaching thing that's formative. So people should know, hey, here's why we choose the songs and here's why we sing them this particular week. Yeah, something I wanted to mention that might be helpful Yeah, is that each week, um, and it's linked on our website, we Mm -hmm. post the songs that we'll sing 
um, at least on Spotify. Well, there's two playlists, but the one that would be easiest to get would be from the uh, from the website, mm-hmm. and it's a Spotify playlist. Um, or if there's a song we do, and then you're who is that? It'd be interesting to learn more. It's usually up until about Wednesday or so of the week after, so you can yeah. totally hop on, get it that way. Or honestly, any of the music. If you ever want it, happy to share that too. Love that. That's super helpful. Yeah. Can I brag for just a second? Please. So um, one of my favorite things about Warren is that he's very thoughtful, like very, very, very thoughtful. And he um, spends a lot of time thinking Mm -hmm. about um, what's going to go with the message, what are songs that even like new ones we can introduce, how will they work, you know, and he spends a, a lot of time thinking about how it can be a blessing to people during yeah. the week. So it's not a fast process um, just because he really does spend a lot of time thinking about it. That's great. Well, thanks for coming today. Love you guys. It's mm-hmm. great to hang out. Thanks for being real and letting us know about the Dateline stuff, Becca. I'm going to have <laughs> that in my mind for a long time. Guys, I'm yes. going to be honest. I drifted off a couple of times thinking about it <laughs> during Keith. this podcast. She just dreamed. I was. I was looking Morrison's out that voice. window thinking about Keith. Uh, rolling that the credits in her dreams. Uh, that is so good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us on Life Together. We'd love to hear from any of you with questions or feedback, ideas for future episodes, questions for Warren and Becca on blue cheese and mushrooms and Dateline episodes or anything and everything in between. And you can reach out to me with any of that at mike at greshambible.org. And also want to give a shout out again to our friends at Humble Beast. Thanks for the great music on this podcast. Hope you have a great week, Gresham Bible Church. Until next time.